podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. I'll only be a minute. Come in with me. What is HomeSense anyway? Look, outdoor furniture is in. Hey, that's a great brand. And it's a six-piece set. Check out this price. Are you sure that's not just the No table? chairs, too. Is this an outdoor rug? It is. It's nicer than our indoor rug. Outdoor ottomans, planters, patio umbrellas. Are you seeing these prices? You save a lot at HomeSense. This is the year we love our backyard. Can I say something? Yes. I'll get the truck. And that is why I love you. Save on outdoor like never before at HomeSense. Discover a store near you at HomeSense.com. Welcome along, of course, to the Tuesday Club on Wednesday after another Wednesday night defeat for the Moisey Reds, or the less than Moisey Reds as it turned out tonight. This is, of course, the Tuesday Club. It's brought to you in association with Reds Bet. Reds Bet, of course, are a betting site tailor-made for Liverpool supporters. Reds Bet aims to share half of their net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes, so no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on RedsBet.com or download the Reds Bet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. And I hope you all cleaned up tonight for some reason or another on the Reds bed app. Um, yeah, it's not the happiest of studios we've had. <laughs> it's a tough one to talk about. It's a, it's a lot tougher than it was against Chelsea last week. Um, we're already a man down. Unfortunately, uh, Neil is dead. And uh, <laughs> again, again, he's... He's, he's he's had as many deaths now as Trev at this stage. <laughs> Unfortunately, on this one, on this one, he's not gone to the good place. No, sorry, he's not gone to the good place, and he's not coming back from the happy place either. Joining me tonight, <laughs> joining me tonight, I am just to make this easier for everyone, and just especially for Gav, who's on production tonight. I'm joined by Ray. <laughs> and uh, Ray and Smithy, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Ray. <laughs> you may remember Ray; he used to be bald. Um, since then, he's been to a joke shop and bought some hair. He stuck it onto his head <laughs> and claimed that he got a hair transplant. <laughs> and he'd, he'd go back and ask him to take it back off again. <laughs> Fucking hack of it. Anyway, um, I don't really want to talk about the match. To be totally honest with you. Oh. you know, uh, so Ray, how much does that cost you? Two grand. Okay, fair grand. That's grand. <laughs> and the people that think it looks bad are the people that have hair. Yeah. Ask a baldy person how, how good it looks and they'll say it's fucking deadly. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you, would, now, looking at the Liverpool team, is anybody you recommend would need a hair transplant? 
No. 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 So no, it's not a single great. Liverpool player. Um, actually, Fabinho and Mane. Fabinho. Uh, seriously, M- Mane blesses himself like that now at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> he does He wakes up in the morning. Mane's hairline is gone so far back as about to meet yours. Head, wait, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray Dicko Dickinson. Dicko! You were meant to host this, but due to the fact that I was a large scale bit of transit during the match and um, had to watch it in, in strange places and the whole lot, I said I'd take over to you tonight. Um, right, you saw this from the from the outset. I did thoughts, mate. Thoughts like you are you're going over to the city game at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, look at on the back of this and on the back of what we've seen in the last few games, it's concerning. I'm it? pretty worried now. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean, this time last week when we when we lost the game to Chelsea, obviously penalty shootout competition where we made a lot of changes, but tonight. It was a pretty strong side, wasn't it? Um, you know, I was quite happy with Cater to come in for Henderson. Um, everything else seemed like it was set up to get at least a point there. But they just they just seemed surprised by how Napoli came out at us in them first 10 minutes. It, it seemed to really rattle us. Mm-hmm. And then obviously get the injury to um, Cater. And it just felt like for a long time there, that the nil nil was the best we were going to do, and it and it and it, it just it started on the wrong it started on the wrong foot. <laughs> <laughs> Never knew it come to this, right? <laughs> it didn't get any better. To be fair, mm. I'm really I was really kind of taken aback tonight by by how poor that was. Really, Miffy, Miffy, yeah. Um, <laughs> Like you're you you you're one of the positivity crew. Yeah, I am. That's let you down tonight, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it was surprisingly um, just scattery, open, scuttery, scuttery. Yeah, just wasn't us. Wasn't the the team I seen against Chelsea last week. Anyway, um, really hard to put your finger on it. Just like like it, like what Ray said, it was almost a shock thing that we just didn't seem to know what we were doing. We couldn't seem to hold on to the ball. Mm. Russian passes, Russian... It, just Russian, basically. Moscow. Moscow, indeed. But, you know, I, I suppose we do have to delve into this because we don't want to be just depressing um, to just ignore it and carry on like nothing happened but th- th- you you look at this game and you say to yourself as Ray said the question keeps remaining and the question is going to keep coming back and a lot of us will hang our, our hats on it and hope that for the best but the front three just aren't working at the moment and that midfield like for me it's the first game in a long time where I thought we were quite stretched mm. Uh, from from back to front, yeah. our defence looked a long way off, a long way back to where our front three are. Yeah. When we've been at our best, we've been quite compact. Yeah. We could move the ball quickly between the lines. Now that's that's you know that you have to congratulate Ancelotti and Napoli for stretching us that way. Yeah. But at the same time, as a unit, we didn't seem to function really well. And I don't. I, for me, I thought when Yaldum and Milner looked like two players that were starting to look a bit tired. Yeah. Out there, they they did look. Played did, a lot of games, yeah, they? yeah, and yeah. I thought as much when Yaldum for me didn't have as good a game as he's had over the past few weeks. Mm. He, he played well, don't get me wrong. In 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 relative things, he broke things up well. But his his, his 
ability to retain the ball and take care of that ball wasn't as good as it has been. Mm. And the same, Milner was back to the old Milner. Milner, like, may as well. I thought there was something wrong with the pitch. All right. This is it, right? When I watched it, when, when I started watching the game of force, I thought that we were playing Luton in 1984. <laughs> it looked like a plastic oh, pitch. Don't give me, okay, don't right. give me flashbacks <laughs> to that night. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm saying. It, it just looked like yeah. we weren't able to manage the surface, and we weren't able to retain the possession. Did I miss something in in, in that? Well, well, you had to mention in tiredness, and that didn't re- particularly jump out at me. I just thought we were scattered, and it, we it, we seemed to just lose shape. Constantly for the whole game, there was no, there was no format to our play. There was no nothing, and it's something I haven't seen for us in a long while. It was like the old Liverpool, dare I say, from a a year or so back, where we, you know, you were just seeing teams piling on like this, and we were scattered, and there was no shape, and it, it just, it, I don't know, we were very disjointed to me. I, I, I can't put me <laughs> toward it, so I wouldn't have said was an issue, but we just didn't seem to. Get set in that way of playing, and it 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 never happened over the ninety minutes. There's a bit of con- there's a bit of concern now, isn't there, with the with the midfield three? We don't know what the situation is with that injury for Cater, but we we thought we'd have like five, three from five essentially. That's kind of been three from four because he hasn't utilised Fabinho up until this point, and now if Cater's gone, then you are you are only actually left potentially with the three unless he is willing to put some some trust that Fabinho can. Can can do a job, so that is a bit of a concern. Now I I, I don't know. I, I think Klopp always has a plan in terms of managing the squad. Like we've seen what he did last year in terms of managing the squad and avoiding tiredness. I think there's a bit of, there is a bit of tiredness creeping in, particularly with players like Milner and Wijnaldum. And and the problem for me is that the way these fixtures have fallen, we we got. A difficult tie in the um, in the League Cup. We get tricky start to the Champions League, and we haven't been able to really utilise some of the pl- some of the players that he maybe would have wanted to utilise. Because um, I don't think he trusts them at this stage. I think he wants to try and get a, um, do a job with a, a core of about thirteen, fourteen players, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be quite working out. Which for me, where uh, the game against City on Sunday is going to be is going to be a tricky one, isn't it? Is, is the argument that with uh, Fabinho not not trusting Fabinho more more or less down to the fact that when Yaldum has done such a good job in there, rather than um, actually thinking that Fabinho is not up for it, from the clips I've seen of him, he looks slightly off the pace with the Premier League, mm. but. Whether he's not up to it, or not, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I just think when Yalom's being brilliant, then there's no reason to, to rock the cart almost. Um, I just think he's seen the fixtures and what we've got coming up after the international break is a far easier block of fixtures potentially to get Fabinho up to pace. Yeah. And he hasn't had the luxury really of that up until this next international break. Some of question comes in. The Kev O'Sullivan puts a decent, decent one to us there. It says, I can't remember us coming up against a 3 4 3 in a long time. We couldn't keep the ball. We really did struggle to retain possession. Now, I know, and Andy said it last week, and we do like to play without the ball. We do like to be able to spring the counter very quickly on teams, yeah. to suck them on and hit them and use the space for Firmino, Salah and Mane to operate in. Yeah. But it's okay to do it, but we were getting swamped. And that goal came from a 20-25 minute spell of mm. Napoli being able to do to us mm. what teams what we've done to other teams. They yeah. were pressing us around it, yeah. winning the ball back off our midfielders and they get around the flanks and put balls into the box. That goal was an inevitability. 
Allison had made a series of good saves, even the one that goes off the underside of the post. I think they might have showed in the replay there was a, a faint touch as the ball, as, as Merton's shot goes past him as well. But like that goal had been coming. We've had enough warning signs. There are a couple of offsides, and Ancelotti looked at, obviously looked at us and says, "If we can get down the flanks, we'll get in behind the fullbacks, and we're just, what we're going to try to do is flood the balls, flood the box from the bylines." And that's essentially what they did, and that's how they got their goal. Ultimately, that's how they got the goal. They got past Robertson, got down, whipped the ball back across, and Insigne gets on the end of it. Uh, and it's Van, a classic goal. But that's the type of goal, as well, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That's the type Massive. of goal we have scored so many times last season. Yeah. That's the type of goal that we were really happy that we were scoring last season, getting around teams, pulling the ball back, and you had Firmino or Salah or Mane, two of them always in the box, queuing up to take it, basically start a ball home. And it was, it was, it's disappointing. The, other, the, the caveat to that then is, is to let's move up the other end of the pitch and uh, in, in, in games when them chances would have popped up for other teams, we've already been two or three up and that we need to sort of talk about how our front three aren't clicking, basically. And, uh, you know, what, what attacks we did have, you know, Semi chances, half chances, call them what you want, but it, I mean, we, we didn't we, really we, have to work. No, we, we didn't. No. We didn't work or spin, did no, we? Really? No, no. and it's just the link up top just isn't what it used to be. But for now, hopefully, let's hope last year wasn't a one season wonder, and it, you know that they're just they're, they're struggling for form at I think, the minute. I think that, I think the Salah thing is it's overplayed. All of a sudden, he's a one season wonder. Yeah, he came off the back of a record setting season in mm. for Roma mm. before he signed for us, right? Mm. So he's come off the back of two wonderful seasons. Nearly every player in the world, if they've put two top class seasons behind them, will have a, a fall off at some mm. point. And he's going through his fall off. The one thing I do know is that he will, and he does have the class and the ability to get back to the level that he's at. Okay, mm. I don't yeah. think there's any doubts about that. I think, though, structurally as a team, we probably have to change the way we're playing to, again to get those three back into the game. We can't be, our midfield can't be so stretched. No. Our defence can't be so deep. We need to have the faith and confidence to push up. And when a team, like, as, uh, 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 they need the credit where, where Ancelotti deserves the credit tonight. He stretched that team. He set out his tactics. He put three at the back, he put four in midfield, and put three up front yeah. with a view to stretching that Liverpool team, yeah. knowing that they, could, that they would, would, would more, like, more or less negate the quick breaks and we reacted too slowly yeah. and he and he come up with he come up with a plan knowing that really they needed to go out there and win that game I think it was Gavin made the point like day to day because of what happened in their first game against Red Star and us beating PSG you know it was the, the emphasis was on them to win that game tonight uh, otherwise even us going away with a nil-nil would have put them in a precarious position in the group so um, you've got to give them credit. Like, you can't deny that, okay, it was a late goal, we were a few minutes away from getting a decent nil-nil, but you can't deny that they deserved yeah, no, a goal. You, like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't really argue too much against that at the well, end you, of it. You'd also say that, in, in general, but you, 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 last year's Liverpool, if there was a team going all out to try score against us, you'd, you'd fancy us even more, yeah. almost. Yeah. This season, because it's not happening up top, it, it's, it's, we're not it's nicking just, those no, goals, no, are we? No, we're not, no, and then no. putting teams in a more desperate mm. position mm. and picking them off again yeah, and again yeah. and again. It's not happening. You're mm. right. It, 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 we're not. We're not. We're not scoring with that kind of free flow and um, frequency well, that we did last season. Mm. Right. I'll put it to you though. The the positive is you do not want to be the form team in September and October. Nobody want, you. You just need to do enough. To get yourself through to Christmas, right? Yeah. And up to now, we've done enough to get ourselves in the position we want to be. And even after tonight, 
We've got three teams on three points in this group. Okay. Yeah. We face Red Star Belgrade. Home and away. Home and away. Sorry. The, yeah, actually, Napoli have four points. We've got three. PSG yeah. have three. And Red Star have nothing, right? We play Red Star twice, right? Yeah. If this team performs to 80% of its ability and doesn't think it's just going to walk in and take the points off Red Star, yeah. it can pick up six points from its next two. And that puts yeah. the pressure back on both Napoli and PSG, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. That gives us nine points with two games remaining. Mm-hmm. One being the away trip to Paris and one Napoli back to Anfield. Like if, you, if somebody says to you at the, at the start of the group that you're going to your last two matches and arguably a win from one of those two games gets you out of the group, mm-hmm. you take that every single day of the week. It's a cha- it's Champions League football. Yeah. If we get a nil all there tonight, do you know what the do you know what we're talking about in this? That's a classic Rafa away tr- journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we remember from 2005, 2006, 2007. That's essentially what it is, right? Yeah. Now, while saying that though, you know there is there is those underlying issues that we've been talking about there. Um, but the positives remain. Joe Gomez up until the goal is is the best defender in the park there tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'd say there's Italian teams looking at him going, Where did they find him from? <laughs> Where did they find this kid? Mm. His 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 maturity and his his perform and his performances this season have been nothing short of sensational. And all the hipsters were right, eh? Hey? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's not a full back. He's Johnny a centre half. He's Johnny a centre half. Who, who used to be he used to be in here. He's underneath a barbell now at the minute. <laughs> as you <laughs> speak. <laughs> what is it? One, 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 twenty. Um, but uh, Shani used to be in here. Shani told me that he was top class centre back. I laughed as he said. As I said, he was twenty twenty nine. No, he was twenty eighteen. That's why. <laughs> but you know, to, to be fair, it, to see a fella mature and play the way he's played this season. Is brilliant. Yeah, and the, the, the double benefit of it is that we don't have to rely on Lovren now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or for that matter. Or Sacco. <laughs> when he comes back off can loan. Can someone explain to me how the... How he's the still ha- on loan, that's why. Is he? Yeah. Mm. He's getting his ankle fixed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting ankle fixed. How Him many penalties has he given away this season? Well, it's for at least three, isn't it? Yeah, three for Palace and one for us, I think. Lance Armstrong said that he's <laughs> definitely a top end player. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say there, <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> Is the city? Yeah. <laughs> Heads. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, the, <laughs> look. The one thing, though, you know, going back to going back to the match itself, the team that that you know you see you see Barcelona tonight, the team that's able to control the ball in Europe fundamentally tends to control a game and nearly always comes out the winner at the at the end of the day in, in, in a match like this. Mm. One of the big, big pluses of the game against Chelsea at the weekend was we really controlled the ball. Sardi, who was being vaunted about wanting to retain the ball and playing in possession the whole lot, we did that to Chelsea. You look at our second half and we dominated the possession and time in possession in that second half against Chelsea yeah. and we get the equaliser out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it was pressure, it was minutes of pressure that cost us tonight. Mm. You know, and it's what's interesting is it probably comes just after we got a couple of breaks. It was when we started to look like we might go and do and catch them with a sucker punch, mm-hmm. and we just get that little bit stretched and we get overloaded down one side, and they finally get somebody on the end of a cross. Yeah. But that's is is there anything for us to worry about looking ahead to the city game because ultimately that's where you know that's where this that's where our focus moves on. If 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 we beat City at the weekend. This vanishes into ins- insignificance. It does, but I think it is worrying. Just down to the simple fact that we're we're coming off a negative result 
and we've a day less recovery than City coming off a positive result yesterday. So, you know, I'm sure the odds makers will probably make City favourites yeah, for, 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 for Sunday. Yeah, if you take the red goggles off as well, you'd be hand on heart by watching the two teams, you'd say City, City have been playing the better stuff, and we haven't, so uh, I put them as the farm team going into it, um, and you're just hoping for one of them Anfield atmospheres, and we just eventually click into gear, even um, and now it's been... A good season so far for where we are in the league, but we we haven't really clicked. So you're, you're hoping maybe this big game, big atmosphere, and this this might be the, the you know the catalyst. The, the yeah. catalyst. Yeah, that's the word, right? that like that's what I think. That's almost what Sunday needs to be now. I know mm. then we'll have a two week international break, but like it's massive now. Sunday not only for the the points and the position in the league and all that sort of stuff. I think. The, the feel good if we win that game on Sunday going into the international break will be will be huge yeah. compared to the potential of no winning four, you know, behind City in the league. I mean, we could even be sitting in third. I mean, you know, Chelsea could go above us and things like that. So mm. it's huge. Like Sunday is huge now. It was already big, but mm. it's but it feels even bigger now, even yeah. though. Champion in the whole scheme of the Champions League, it may not have dinted our hopes that much. Yeah. But 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 just in the in the grand in scheme Aaron of things, Ford, yeah, 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 yeah. Because a lot of questions start to get raised. I noticed. Um, I was watching two different halves of commentary, but there was a consistent theme for me. You know, you pointed it out, Phil. People see the commentators now getting a bit excited at the prospect of us losing games. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's starting to get noticeable. Yeah, they were happy for us to win a few yeah. games at the beginning of the season, but uh, well, I once think you, you take know, on the favourite mantle, that's that's what happens. You know, there's there's just someone waiting you to take it down a pair of glass. Last season we would have been underdogs going into it against City reaching the Champions League final. It wasn't expected. Yeah. The brand of football was great. Everyone got on board with that. But now it's Liverpool are, are title favourites with City. And all of a sudden, it's it's good if they get beaten type of thing. Yeah. It's, look at this. Here's, you know, Has big team. problems. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. There's problems in camp type of thing, you know? So well, they'd love maybe to, it's they, the bar they, we set for ourselves. No, but know? again, they, I think they would love to, if there was some type of rouse or something like that, because then they could get the cameras down, have a Pogba and, yeah. <laughs> and, and have a nice big news story. But I, I think we have a fairly, fairly... Um, good spirit, what appears to be a good spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're anywhere. Uh, close is it, to is that. it an element? You know, we've come so, through such a tough series of fixtures. We've played PSG, we've done Chelsea yeah. twice, we've played Napoli now, we played someone. It was the other teams we played Spurs. Spurs as well, yeah. and then Southampton was in there. Southampton, yeah. the only one, yeah. one you're probably saying to yourself, we should win. Yeah. Mm. There has to be a level of mental fatigue going on with the players. Absolutely, well. yeah. That that would be part of it. The whole fatigue question includes the mental fatigue. Mm. They've got to get get themselves up for every game. And this is what I mean about the next block of games isn't anywhere close to the level physically or mentally that we need to be at. And 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 I think you know players like Shakiri, players like Sturridge, Fabinho. Um, you know, even giving Trent a rest, do you know yeah. what I mean? Things like that will will come in this next block of games. Mm-hmm. Our biggest thing for me, though, has been up front. Though, it, it, you know, the fatigue thing is is is, is getting mentioned a lot, but it's it, it's not clicking up front, and we're not scoring shitloads of goals the way we were. 
But is there, not, is there not an argument then that, that, I, that I, we I should don't rotate that a bit? I and raving about our midfield last year. It was just our, our top three were doing the business up, up, up top end. I was never sitting there saying, look how deadly our midfield are. They, they were there and they'd done a job, but it was but, never... Right, can I ask, is, is, is it not then a question, we're, we're all happy with the rotation through midfield that we're mm. seeing, right? That we're seeing Henderson come in and Keita come in and Milner being rested and Ronaldo being rested, right? Should we not see then, a, or would we not? Would it not benefit us more to start seeing a bit more change in the front three? I can understand Klopp thinking himself, I just want to get through this mm. block of games, put my best eleven out there, put mm. the front three, even if they're not clicking, it only takes them to click once or twice in a game to get us two goals, and, all, and we can hold. We now have a defence that can hold the lead. It's, right? it's always that thinking of how good they can be, and that's the worry, isn't it? That you know. What if it clicks now? Do we take him off? Well, maybe I should have left him on for another ten minutes, and it might have just it might have just happened. That that that's because they were so good, and the levels that they hit were that high. They, regardless of people saying Shakiri could step in, and it's not that much of a step down. How good they were is always well. That's what they're aiming for again, and it's it's it is a dodgy one. I think when when you're taking fellas off, there's no problem with it after sixty minutes if someone hasn't done well. But when you're starting the game, you have to just stick with that and hope that. For me, anyway, they, they just hope that it's going to kick back into gear. For now. Now, I don't know how long that's going to last with me personally, but that's the way I feel at the minute. And if, if after half half an hour, 40 minutes, 60 minutes, that it's it's definitely not clicking for one of the three, then yeah, make changes. But I think for now, for me, I'd still stick with the three. A producer has a question. Yes. I'll tell you what the question is. Um, for me, the team tonight was picked was right. Hey, the, is that linked to the front three? Right? Mm. Um, he goes after fifteen minutes, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he goes after fifteen minutes, and I think I think the change is wrong. I think we're bringing on Henderson, and you still have Wijnaldum deep. You end up with a flat three. There's no link to the front three. Like you, you're talking about how good the front three were last year, and you know you weren't talking about the midfield, but there was always a link there, like Chamberlain. I was going to say, the sub was Oxlade-Chamberlain, wasn't it? That was the sub if he was there. Yeah, and he was he, he, he had that burst of energy, he had that bit of creativity. Around. What I wanted to ask you was, would you have made a different change in hindsight, looking and saying, not Henderson, and maybe a Shakiri? Don't be nervous, Gav, it's okay. No, no, You're nervous, a friend. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, but so maybe a Shakiri, and that's a total yeah, shape change just, then, isn't it? Yeah, but just to keep that link, and the reason I ask is because if you keep, if you watch the first fifteen minutes, all right, they're having decent. We always seem to have an out ball, and it, it probably is Kate, and he nearly gets money in once or twice. Do you think that if we'd have went and said, okay, we're gonna go like for like in the change instead of a Henderson, who's let's be honest, he's more defensively minded. Hmm. I think the real question is, can you afford two floaty sixes when you're playing <laughs> floaty nine? <laughs> And a float, when you started off with two floaty eights, because we were I playing two floaty eights, and then suddenly we got the two yeah. floaty sixes, and then we got a floaty nine, and we said we can't play with a floaty two floaty sixes and a floaty nine. You need to have a normal nine then if you're playing the two floaty sixes because you only got one eight. I think he went for the safe after all of that. I think he went for the safest, most conservative <laughs> change he could make. <laughs> I completely ignore that. <laughs> Polyphonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, a nil-nil would have suited us fine. So he didn't. He he didn't overcomplicate it. He just he just went with the safe option. Is is you know. Do you think the away goal across us? The second <laughs> <laughs> The lack of an away goal yeah, might yeah, cost us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, Right, just just uh, sort of rounding out the the, the match analysis because yeah. been in depth. Um, Obviously, is Trent has he been a little bit off form the last couple of games? Yes, 
yes, he's he's morphing into uh, playing with his it's up the top end. The top um, end. Yeah. His 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 really bad delivery choice of pass thing is really annoying me. Even though back end when he's in his own position, he's he's fine. And when he's back playing right for he's he's fine. But up the top end, his passing and choice of passes has been driving me nuts for mm. the last few games. I don't know what's happened. World Cup, but you, I don't know, but it, it wasn't that bad last year. I heard people saying it was never great. It was much better than it has been this season. Mm. Um, and it, it's it's one of them, where, which is where it was with Klein. When the ball got to him up near the edge of the box, I almost knew the move was coming to an end. And it's got that way now with Trent. I don't know what's happened, but um, it's it's very frustrating. The loss of, the loss of Keita is... You know, we all, I, I've said it a couple of times mm. online. Uh, you've mentioned it in, in the conversation we've had. I found him very underwhelming this season. Mm, Having so watched far. him for Leipzig right, last season and seen him the, the, the previous year as well, I was expecting an explosion. In, 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 the, in the pre-season, he looked at such a class above yeah, everything else yeah, that's on the pitch. He had everyone And even in those early excited. games, I, I think at a Crystal Palace match, I know I keep coming back to the turn that was down in, in, the, bottom, in the, 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 the corner of the cop where he just basically the ball goes out to him and he just... Flips the shoulder, leaves. I think it could be Martin. Oh, yeah. They run after the ball, or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah palace. Mm. a palace. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sensational, yeah. right? But we haven't seen that Townsend. player. Townsend, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it's Townsend still is. Townsend running. is he ran, around Ballymore. He did straight across the Thames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't seen that player. And even tonight, I know he goes off no. injured. But he wasn't setting the ward. He didn't like have a great first fifteen minutes actually no. before he went down. It was almost. Uh, it almost felt like a fakey injury. Look, touch wood. I know. Plenty of wood around yeah, us, right? I that, know. That, that, like, backs are dodgy enough, like, you know. Well, I, I tell you, because we watch a fair bit of the NFL, right? But those, yeah. the injuries where there's... <gasps> Ah. <laughs> Nilo's walking out now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the reason I say the one thing that the commentators over there always say the non-impact injuries mm. are always the ones with the biggest concerns mm. because the, it's something has snapped in the body. Yeah, yeah. Like that, there, there's no challenge, there's no collisions, there's no banging knees, there's no you know fifty-fifty challenge yeah. there. He basically just sits down on the pitch and he's... Yeah, well, I wonder will they route round in footage now and find someone he went up for a header and someone caught him with a knee in the back or something. I'm hoping that'll be the case and it's an impact injury. Well, sorry, apologies. You don't have to worry about um, Yeah, I'm hoping that might be the, might be a thing because, like you say, just dropping down with it like that and, and, and coming straight off the pitch without that being an impact would suggest it might be something serious. Yeah. We don't want serious injuries at this stage of the season. No. 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 It was... No. Uh, no, it just it, rem- it reminded me of that incident last night when did you see when Pogba sort of had that incident where he sort of he went for the ball and he got completely done and then he just kind of went down and pretended to be on his ankle <laughs> for five minutes, <laughs> big pretendy injury. I thought it was another one of them on stage, but no, look, hopefully it's not. You know, it's not a long term. He managed to dodge the, the old neck surgery, didn't he? Yeah. In preseason, yeah. so. So hopefully, hopefully, touch will be okay. Yeah, yeah, because we do, we do, and we need options. I don't care. We, we do like, need yeah, options, continue yeah. the, the good rotation and keep the midfield fresh and the whole lot. It is. I know, I know. People, that I've, I've already seen one sort of um, 
Pendle's a prick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, We're going to see more of him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to see a lot more. Oh, uh, listen, you know, to be fair, I thought when he came on the first half, I thought actually by the end of the first half, I thought he came on and did a decent enough job. I just yeah. think the second half were, were found a bit wanting. Yeah, they, that, they, that, 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 that mad stat now about all the goals going in when he's on the pitch as well, that's, that's going strong, isn't it? It is, yeah. I don't know what the stat is. I pay no attention to stats. People, every time I see stats now, I used to love, I didn't mind the odd bit of stats. It's now we've now gone into the stats world. It's like you know when you see um, old school and Frank the Tank is on stage and his head just gets lost in in another world in terms of just stuff. That's just stats. It's just the numbers flying all over the show. I think the stats is when Henderson's been on the pitch, we've conceded eight goals, and when he's not been on the pitch, yeah. we've not conceded. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those people are gonna go down that avenue regardless, isn't it? I wasn't at Anfield that day and he scored six, so it's my fault for not being there. And yeah. Like, yeah. That's anyway, just sensational. Just so, a bit of fuel on that uh, one. Yeah. What about was Lover on the pitch? 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cure we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. See all these guys? And Moreno. Moreno was there as well. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, who else is there? Milner was there? I don't know who, yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was there as well. <laughs> and don't forget Sacco. Sacco. Sacco was also on the pitch all the time. And, uh, Henderson was there with the team. <laughs> Okay. Thanks. Pause. Uh, Pause. No, we can't. We can't. We're live. We're live. Ray, this is not like the olden days where we used to stop the, po- the thing okay. to let you go to the toilet. Okay. You're going to have to be a big boy right. and cross your legs. This is going to be bad. Painful. Electricity underneath. Well, I'd say the only thing Straight that's going to be. I don't. I only. I think it'll only be. I'm going down my leg. I've been holding it for 10 minutes. The good thing is that the warrior in here is totally unsafe. And if you do, you there's a good chance you'll set you fire to cock. <laughs> <laughs> you need you'll be going back to Turkey not for a hair transplant. <laughs> They'd be crafting one out of your legs. <laughs> you'd be like Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm going to. Honest to God, um, just hold on to it. It's all good. We've already got what, half an hour left. Yeah, yeah. Zoom in on and 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 Dicko there for two, <laughs> two minutes there. Like, well, if and any, Nilo. If, if anyone don't listen, Nilo. If, if anyone listening has, has a, a wide mouthed uh, <laughs> bottle, <laughs> <laughs> they can drop it into the studio for radio. Zoom in on Dicko there for two right, seconds. Right. Where are you going? Going. Going, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was talking to you. Go on. Any questions? Anyway, what, what, what were we talking about? Can you hear me now? Can you? Can you? Is that right? Ray can just come <laughs> in and host it. Do you know we have to hold our hands? Can you hear us, Gavin? <laughs> can you hear? <laughs> it's like that um, episode of uh, Only Fools and Horses when they're doing the same. Um, no, was there any questions? Um, no. We were talking about the substitution there and uh, one lad was saying that he felt it was the right change. I just, I don't know, I, I just keep going back to that. I think, like you said, Henderson comes on and I think he I think he starts quite well when he comes on. He gets stuck in, he, he outpaces the lad a couple of times on the on the uh, left 
wins the ball back, recycles and not too bad. But that link keeps disappearing between midfield and forward. And mm-hmm. as much as you want to talk about, you know, how badly the forwards play, they seem a bit isolated to me. No, not when we when we when we play teams that are were controlling because they're not isolated, but we're right up the pitch. That's what I was saying earlier on, Gav. We looked very stretched for the first time in a long time. I can remember a club team looking very stretched from back line to front line. Instead of being 25 yards between them, there was 45, what looked like mm. 45 to 55, 50 yards between them. And it's very hard to have very swift, fast interplay when you have that because you literally don't have the outballs to move it through midfield. And, that's, and that became quite clear and quite obvious, especially in that second half when we, when we got on the ball, when we broke them at the edge of our box, because we were so far away from our forwards and so far, the midfield was so far away from the forwards, there wasn't an out ball to play into the forwards to hold and up to them. Could, could that feed into the trend thing as well? When he's getting into the final third, he probably feels that, not that the game's getting away from him, but he feels he really has to make it count. You know, when other games trinket in and he swings, like open day of the season at West, the game went to West Ham, he swings four balls in in the first half, three of them are atrocious, one's not bad. Yeah, um, but he knows he's going to get more chances. Is it probably in his psyche that I have to get this right, and he's probably overthinking it as well when he's I, forward? I, I don't know. The thing I noticed tonight was he, he was getting forward and it was breaking down, or he was losing the ball, or whatever. And then they were straight on us. Then and then it needed it, Milner. Then felt the need to then cover back in his position and I think, just basically, I think, I think it just basically and it just basically walked through the midfield time and time again you know so I don't know like like Trent's up the other end of the pitch tonight what was a problem time and time again and I, I don't know maybe maybe does, maybe does need a, a break yeah maybe does need well, a, a I, game I or two so just last thing on it like you're talking about Trent look you go and look at Robertson I don't think Robertson was as effective as he usually is. I think I think that changed. No, he wasn't caught out. He wasn't, no, no, he wasn't, he wasn't caught out. He got in behind them once and it was an offside. And they scored. Which, which was offside. Mm. And then remember the time they got in behind them and they scored. Yeah, but you have to remember, I think if you look at the full-backs... <laughs> it wasn't caught out by the time they got in no, behind them. No, but what I'm saying no, is... No, what I'm saying it's is like, no, it's like, no, you're talking about trends, but if you look at Robertson there, I don't think Robertson is as effective today either because they're so used to playing a certain way. I think that changed for me changed everything about the side and not and changed the fullback's job. You know, the fullbacks are used to, you know, having a guy that's further up the pitch and they walk off him mm. and they walk off Mane and he walks off say a Milner that's further up. But if you watch them mm. three as soon as Henderson comes off, they're very deep. Mm. And the fullback's probably going, They're in my space. They shouldn't be here. I just think it affected everyone that changed. That's why I thought it was wrong. Yeah. Wanna come back in, Ray? Come on then. We'll do a swap around now it's just seamless. Nobody knows what's going on with that. Yeah, no, yeah. Mike Lass. That's down to the eight cans that Ray had before we started. <laughs> right, Phil, back over to you. Small bladderitis, I call it. Small bladderitis, there we go. It's, it's just like it's, it's like professional television. Yes. Yeah, that does help. Yeah. Uh, okay, look, let's move along because, uh, you know, I, I do want to talk about the City game at the Sorry. weekend and I do want to put, put some context on, on where we're going this season because... We're going into the City game with an international break coming up. Um, it does give us a chance again to regroup and sort of, you know, as we were saying, that sort of mental pressure, the idea that it's constant game, a big game after big game after big game so early in the season. Mm. There's a bit, of, a bit of a release, a bit of a, um, ability for the mind to sort of relax um, and we don't have the full-on sort of number of games, thankfully, because we're out of the Caribou Stork Nightmare Cup. Mm. So, you know, th- there is that sort of element of some rest weeks being able to get in there. 
We're looking at the city. Looking at city seem to have ha- they've had their wobble, and they've come back twice as hard as they were before. And it's, it's, what was that wobble? A, when Wolves. they blew a match. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at, isn't it? Uh, that that's where we're at. Typical, a good Liverpool team comes along and we have a fucking machine like that, where a fucking draw is a wobble. Yeah. A fucking draw is a wobble. Yeah, I know, yeah. And they're already, what, six, seven I mean, goals on, ahead of us? Come on, seriously. Eleven. It's crazy. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's 17 uh, goals ahead of us. Now, look, there is, going on, I remember, I was watching this um, this film last night, right? and it was about this Spanish lad who just went around with magic juice, right? Um, what type of juice would that be? <laughs> well, he used to go. He was. He he, he it had wasn't a, Enrique, was it? No, he had. A, he had. A, he had a team of elves. Um, okay. He used to manage teams of elves playing elf ball. Elf ball. And um, when he started off himself, he he found the magic juice. Okay. But wasn't allowed to play elf ball because the magic juice wasn't allowed. Okay. And then he started managing the team of elf balls, and all of a sudden that team never got any injuries. Okay. Then he left that team, and that team started getting injuries, and he went to another team who started using the magic juice mm. and they didn't get injuries <laughs> and then he left that was Mr Miyagi in this and every time they got injured he's yeah. in there yeah. Yeah. yeah and he lived in a town called Fuentes and it was very close to Barcelona <laughs> 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 so on a completely unrelated now Kevin De Bruyne is back for City this weekend he's not he's he, not it's unbelievable yeah yeah he's somehow career and an injury and he's back after two days unbelievable He's like the fella had a crucial ligament injury and it's healed in four weeks. Water. Remember back when you were playing Sunday league football and water, magic that, sponge. Is, is, do you water. think there's any truth in it that he uses angel revive water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Stevie Stevie yeah. be sending him over an old uh, case or two. Yeah, just to, just, just, you know, I'm just wondering. Just wondering out loud because it just seems. Hey, will he actually play him? Is he just going to throw him in? Do you think? Well, he's had his leg replaced. Because like, they've missed him so much. <laughs> 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 they've found 9 million goals and drew one match. Yeah, and, uh, and they had the Worrying about De Bruyne. Oh, yeah. sweet Jesus. This is what I'm saying. It's t- fucking typical of us that we've come up against this fucking T2000 of a fucking team yeah. now again. Well, the you mad know? thing was, on, like, uh, uh, on um, Saturday, you know, had we have lost that, we'd won si- the first six games yep. since, first since And hand on heart, I think we could all say, were yeah. you expecting this good a start? And much as everyone was no, saying, we're going to do no. well. Look, like, yeah, I wasn't expe- win- winning this amount of games. We'd won the first six okay. games, and then we, uh, we were a few minutes away from ending that game on Saturday in third place in the yeah. league. Yeah. There's six wins and one yeah. defeat. Mm. I mean, and that's the pace that... We're going to have to maintain throughout the season. Mm. It's fairly obvious now. Yeah. City's wobbles are going to be few and far between. The only thing that gives you a little bit of hope is how easy City's beginning start, start start the season has been. Yeah, has been. Yeah, and, yeah. and hopefully, you know, I was thinking, you know, a week ago when they come up against their first true test against us, that we were, you know, they won't be quite cherry ripe sort of thing. Mm. But now I'm starting to feel almost like the opposite. That when you when you compare the run of games that they've had to ours, and the whole fatigue business, and the okay. fact that they can rotate, does, I'm, does I, the concept I, like, of momentum I be as well. If we lose, yeah, no, if, but if you're winning, if you're yeah. winning games and you're confident, and mm. uh, you know, I, I go back to the idea that, that you know Salah, Mane, and Firmino haven't been really hitting the heights, but at the same time, look at the defenses they've been facing over the last five six weeks. Mm. They're not facing the shite of the league. Right, they're not facing a defence that's just going to open up and they're going to score five or six goals. I know, I know you're not a big cup fan, 
Raphael, but it's times like this when, particularly like this when it's somehow you know it's in your team, but it's not quite clicking that you'd 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 like for a for a you know a fucking Northampton at home and Anfield and a, an eight or nine nil just to. But right, just we, wouldn't, to, we wouldn't start the first team. Yeah, listen. no, I think I think. I, do, I, do you know what? Hit. I think Southampton was almost our opportunity yeah. to do that, mm. and I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't. You know, we didn't sort of. But it's, you're always going to struggle to do that against a Daryl Mark Hughes team who. Will not concede many. Yeah, he, right? he he made sure they didn't get thrashed in the second half. Mm. I know, I, exactly. I know that, so, like, you know, th- th- there's that it. element as well in teams. Yeah. Unless we, it, it's like what we did last year. If we can score early and quick at the opening part of a game, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm sure we'll go on and score a lot of goals. Right? Yeah. The fact is, but we are playing another big game where the defence is just is is an elite level defence. Yeah. And they aren't going to give up many chances. Keeper. Like they came and took more chances at Anfield than any other team has outside of Roma last season mm. and they got punished all over the shop but mm-hmm. we played them in Anfield mm. after we had done serious damage to a lot of teams and knew how to play our press knew mm. when to attain and the lads were scoring for fun at that point in time mm. it was after Christmas we got through a really run, tough run of games come out the other side of it and started putting some form together and, and went into that I think it was the 18 game on Beaton Street it was in the middle of the 18 game on Beaton Street that we hit City and we hit them for four it's more similar to when we went to whatever the fucking name of the stadium is at this stage, the dodgy money arena, right, the, mm. in, in Manchester. <laughs> and we got, you know, it was a very much a 50-50 game until Man well, gets sent off. I would even say we were, we were the better team up until this ending off. Like yeah. We'd, we'd, we'd yeah. three or four really golden chances now to go And then hologram lets one through him because he's scared yeah. to come out for the ball. Yeah. But, you know, and that probably, that's where we've strengthened. Our defence is a lot stronger going into this game. But you've got to worry have we got enough to break down that City defence mm. because we aren't clicking no, yeah no but we have enough it's exactly you know, it's, clicking is the important thing we we know we have enough it's, it just it hasn't materialised the way it did last time the, the play isn't leading to those balls over the top and acres of space that Salah was running into and stopping and cutting it back or burying it in the top corner we did, that hasn't materialised this season so it, it, it is there but it, yeah, I'm just hoping for one of those big atmospheres, and it just clicks for us. It's one of them games where, you know, it just it just happens for us, and that could be, like you say, it'd be perfect to go and beat them, and then go into the international break, regroup, do whatever you need to do on the training grounds to 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 get us back up to speed. You know, I just wonder, does he have the balls to to throw Shakiri in there? Where in amongst that three, up top? Yeah. Is the balls not to put him into the midfield? Potentially, yeah, yeah. but that, I mean. in the same way that Oxley Chamberlain was the one that did the damage yeah. to City, that started that route off against them in Anfield last year, and mm. the same in the Champions League games mm. because he ran at them. Yeah, it's a, from the cent- from that attack. David mentioned it earlier. I think that that that's probably what is causing maybe the lack of spark up top is that we haven't got the the team from midfield. Keita hasn't done what we thought he was going to do, mm. and we had Chamberlain doing it, so there was that almost, not even a box-to-box, but a proper out-and-out attacking midfielder. Its first focus was to draw it forward, and you put the, the three lads uh, um, in there without Keita, and that's not there. I think so, Chamberlain would definitely be getting his game on Sunday. Yeah. Definitely. If, well, he, if, he, if he had the Angel Revive that City have, I think Chamberlain would be playing. Well, what about Keita? 
<laughs> can we get the Angel of Voivod to Kata? Can, yeah. can we get it onto Lalana? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> He's retired. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. When's he back? Yeah, next thing, yeah, he, he retired as soon as he put that <laughs> mohawk. He's going. He's going. He's going training for England next week on the train again. Do you remember on the train <laughs> on the England train? It just uh, occurred to me on the drive over here tonight that he was still at the club. Traps <laughs> <laughs> yeah. said the same thing. <laughs> and he sees him down in the driveway every night. It's Klopp isn't even worried about that. He turns around and sees Markovic everywhere. Oh, it's like fucking The Shining. <laughs> Here's Lazar. <laughs> Gavin, you yes. want to make a point? No, I just want to uh, see if you agree with me. I think the game. No. On, oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think the game on Sunday is the pair of gamers. Yeah, I think if, if City have any balls about them, they'll come out and play <coughs> like they always do, and it'll suit us down to the ground. Mm. If City have no balls about them, they'll come out and just try a contain job on us, and I think we'll still beat them. But I think, you know, if we went into a game at the weekend where, say it's a, I know we've done it already, but a Leicester or a Newcastle, you know, they're they're destined to sit back and could probably, you know, Frustrate us a little bit. I think if City come out and show some balls and, and set up like they always do against us, I think it works in their favour. Okay. Right. I hope you're right. That's all yeah. I'm going to say to that. Okay. Napoli showed balls tonight and we were shite. So, but uh, th- th- this you know. is it. Napoli came out and showed, they had a bit about them, mm. showed a bit of bollocks, and they got the just, just rewards. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's out the back of us saying, oh, well, you know, the, the Caribou Star Cup, nobody gives a shit about that this time last week. But this one we heard about. I know no. you, you and I disagree, but I did genuinely think I'm not all doom and gloom. Tonight, Napoli deserved to win. I do, it was more sort of we were scattery and disjointed and, and, and stuff, but I, I genuinely thought we played well against Chelsea. thought we deserved well more than a point. Well more, as in three points. We deserved to win. I thought we were by far the better team. Um, so I don't. I'm still saying we're disjointed, but I, I don't think we're as bad as the negativity is okay. making us fail at this minute. Negativity. negativity. Um, right. Yeah. Let's start with the roundup on the predictions. Mm, okay. So the question I started first is yeah. changes, man of the match, fourth goal scorer, fourth corner, minute, <laughs> and <laughs> colour of corner flags used. Because every time we add something on, somebody else brings out a new show about it. So like this is what this is what I want to know, right? Yeah. So, so well, let's start with. I'll start at the start. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to lose the toss. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do the switch. We're doing the toss show now. <laughs> Get the biscuits. <laughs> uh, uh, prediction of the oh, lineup. Yeah. Would you make any changes? Would you make? Uh, would you make? Just, I, 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 strategically, would you make any tactical changes to move us away from the four two three three to the four one one to fit Floaties and the. Yeah, right. How many floaties are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to play. Play. I'd play the floaty midget. Yeah. Yeah. What about the Heidi Eight? You playing him? Yeah, I'm playing the Heidi Eight. Um. Yeah, I'd like to see Shakiri give giving a go. Yeah. Uh, for who? Um, for who? Probably for Henderson or Milner. Okay. 
So to play him in that attack, yeah, attack yeah, midfield no, role, to no, give us no, that no, bit no, of dynamism. Yeah, now that you've sort of okay. said it. And the score, <laughs> at the end of all that, I think we get beat 3-1. You're going to it, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah. Um, Are you going to show the rocks at the bus? 12 rocks at the buses! At the Manchester City buses, they'd be very scared. That was only going to do it. Andy, look at Get out of me! Phil wants to post this. Get out again! It's like that university in England who won't let them clap hands anymore, so they're doing jazz hands to say they're happy. Well done. There's all one some posters outside the Arkles. Selling foam hands there with Andy's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if anybody sees Andy and Andy, just give him one day. <laughs> but it wasn't Andy. Andy's lookalike. Andy's look, sorry, Andy. if you see Andy's lookalike, he's it not going to the match. Although the bad thing was his brother was directly behind that lookalike. Andy's that was no, mad. But that, that's Andy's lookalike's brother. <laughs> Andy's brother's lookalike. <laughs> 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 was floaty Andy. Floaty Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and his Heidi brother. His Heidi brother. His Heidi brother and a floaty Andy. What's <laughs> <laughs> the real Andy? <laughs> Ray. Um, I think the Keita injury will be key to whether there is them changes. Would I? I I wouldn't change it if 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 Keita is free. If it, if he's if he's not, then I I I would be willing to push Shakiri in ahead of Hendo there in the midfield, mm. play him at the top. Everyone dumping Hendo. Yeah, well, because um, well, you're looking at it, I think Milner coming up against his old team and plus his energy and all this, there's more impetus on going forward there than there will be with Henderson. So, hmm. I, I mean, it wouldn't bother me if we rested or dropped, whichever way you look at it. Depends what your view is if Milner was on the bench, to be honest. Yeah, I, and look, bring him on later in the game, you know, when there's a my, job my, to be done. My reason for leaving out Henderson is not because I hate him. My <coughs> reason for leaving him out is, and I said it last week, and I thought he got Kyle quite a bit by Chelsea. He's, I don't, I don't think he's a very good player at Turner in tight spaces. Mm. I think he's very good with the play in front of him. I think he's very good when the play, the way he's play, the play, the way he's facing. Right. Mm. I think if you're playing a midfield who likes to move quickly and move the ball through midfield quickly, he can get bypassed very quickly. And Chelsea did that to him quite a bit at the weekend. Mm. So it's those quick one-two passes around him, and they get around they get around him very easily, and suddenly he's isolated, and it means that you, you need the cover in behind. Mm. From, a, my, from a City point of view, where we uh, what you've seen of them with the, their danger men, so it's something that we, you know, when we're talking about our team, do we need to look at it in in some respect that that, that goal that we have to almost pick our team to no, sort I, of stifle them, or is that no? The way I, I I don't see it like that. I, what, what I see more. That if you potentially like, I I like the idea of Shakiri playing or or somebody in that role that a real dynamic midfielder who's going to basically launch attacks mm-hmm. and run at them, mm-hmm. right? Because the one thing they don't like is people running directly at their yeah, defenders. And there's an unpredictability, isn't there, with yeah. Shakiri playing? Like he's, he's they won't have seen that before as well. You, even us now as fans, we wouldn't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. when in there, where he's going to end up, or mm-hmm. what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, but to so my mind, to my mind, then we've got two issues here now, right? Milner's energy is not so much about what he does on the ball it's the amount of space he covers mm-hmm. and he covers a lot of Henderson when Henderson gets bypassed in that midfield 
I don't like the Wijnaldum Henderson thing where they sit in beside each other because I think both of them are quite unsure as to who's got the responsibility for what. Yeah. And I'm almost leaning towards if you play Shakiri, that you need to play Wijnaldum and Fabinho. Oh, Fabinho. And the reason I'm saying Fabinho is because Fabinho was brought in as a specialist defensive midfielder, and in that type of system, it means that Wijnaldum can do both, can link, can tidy up can sit in beside but also break and we've seen him do that quite effectively this mm. season if we're going to play a dynamic player in front of them which is say someone like Shakiri, then that uh, then you need somebody who is literally going to sit and screen that defence as we push up at DM I'm not, I don't want, yeah somebody <laughs> somebody somebody who's going to break that play up and as much as we laughed well, yeah, yeah. the one thing Fabinho was doing was, as, as Napoli were trying to break tonight he was just cutting across covering ground and horsing the ball into the middle of the stands and breaking and breaking down their attacks so they couldn't mm, get down mm. us um, so to me, that's that. If if you're going to go that way, that's you're going to have to make two changes there. For me, that's where you have to make two changes because well, I don't. Maybe this is the the, the the club we're moving towards. We're not used to this, lads. Let's be honest. Of having a strong, really strong bench, and that the fact the call, that we can, the, we had this call last yeah, season, and, didn't and, we? But it, yeah. it limited us to certain mm. formations, and I think this time we literally can prick around and 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 act the bollocks and mightn't be such a big drop down in standard to what we're used to we can like you say move Fabinho in move Milner in move you know and it, it, it's mm. not such a big drop down anymore maybe we'll have to get used to that we're not going to be stonewalling in the, in the way we play certain teams he is going to change things or certain games mm. might go a certain way and we have the ability now from the bench to change I mean the other the other option is you know Wijnaldum is the is the is the one of the three who gets forward more and mm. links up that play we've seen him do that and feel quite a lot mm. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, and then maybe you do play Fabinho as the mm-hmm. as the guy yeah. who yeah. screens the back four if you've got Wayne Alden pushing mm. on furthest, you know. I don't, I don't see him making that many changes. By the way, I think mm. it'll be if he does one, it'll be to bring Shakiri in for potentially Mane or Salah. Mm. But the Kate thing is massive, isn't it? I think the loss of Kate is huge. I think the midfield, I think Klopp's midfield for for the for Sunday will be Henderson. Milner and Munyaldum. I don't think there's any. I don't. I don't think he'd make any t- tactical changes. If if, if Kater was fit, you still think that's the, that's who we go with? Uh, I don't know. It would have, probably would have depend on what type of performance he put in tonight. Mm. But I think he probably would have sprung Kater from the bench if if we needed somebody to be give us mm. a much more dynamic threat through midfield. I think he's. I think he might. You know, he 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 risk one. Say risk, but he'd go with one potential surprise. I just I wouldn't see him go with two Isn't potential surprises. Yeah, not, it's not that. Dread of fear of who we might bring in, and we're not. I'm just, I'm just, it's fake. It's fake confidence. No, no, it's, it's no. Just, I, I, no I, it's a strength in this fucking squad, and it's not such a big drop down anymore. And I'm, I'm loving it. You know, even when we're talking about bringing in X, Y, Z, I'm full of fear. <laughs> no, we are full of fear. Regardless of who plays, you said we're gonna get round three one way. Regardless of who plays, who's what's the score? Um. I think if we go into the leads, we're going to win like 2-1 or 3-1. Okay, I think if we go behind, then I'd agree with Ray. Sorry, I was just... No, you were looking down at imaginary know. television watching what happened at the weekend. He's going all ESPN. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. Let's yeah. go. 2-1 uh, uh, the Reds. 2-1. I can't see anything. 2-1 the Reds. 2-1 the Reds. What's your... There's two other lads here for predictions, so... I like I, you know again my argument is around the security for being a thing. That's mm. probably the only changes that I potentially look because I think one means that you need the other. You know what I mean? Um, but 
I don't see it happening. I think mm. I think the team pretty much picks itself. I think he says more or less what he wants. Um, so I don't know. Uh, right, score, 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 one one. Okay, for me. Yeah, I knew you were going to be on. No, I do. I do. I think things are so tight amongst the teams in the top four or five this year yeah. between Chelsea, ourselves, Spurs. I know we, we we beat Spurs, but genuinely between ourselves, Chelsea, ourselves, Spurs, and City. I think you're going to see a lot more drawn games mm-hmm. in those matches than wins. And mm-hmm. the, the league will be decided against what you do to everybody else in the league as opposed to what you do to each other, which tends to be the way the league goes anyway. I just, uh, I, 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 I really worry. If we do lose on Sunday, and I, I, I'm saying that prediction, hoping 100% that it's wrong, but if we do lose, I, I struggle to see us winning the league. And I know that's a big shout at this start, at this stage of the season, seven games in, but... To make up three points on yeah, City well, and the goal difference. I don't see us win the league and didn't from the start of the season. So I'm delighted with the start we made. And it was, for me, from pre-season, it was always on how good City were going to be. because, And I wasn't expecting Chelsea to be as good as they were either. So, mm. I mean, let's just hang on in there. And it'd be nice to be still hanging on to coattails or be on top. Just being in, in and around it, it, it yeah. a bit longer into the season and mm. let's see what happens. Because, as I say, to be where we are and still haven't clicked the form that's seen us play some of the amazing football we did last season, then mm. you can't say it's not okay. a good um, So, loss, win, win. draw. Gav, you've got, you've got the deciding vote. Um, for me, I don't think Cade will play. The way he went off that pitch tonight, I can't see him playing. Um you know, you're looking at the likes of Milner there tonight and you're thinking how many days recovery has he got. Milner definitely plays. There's no doubt about it. it the industry he shows against teams, especially like City, where he gets stuck in. You look at Spurs away, he was the same. For me, I go Fabino, uh, Milner, Wijnaldum. Um, Henderson comes on after 20 minutes there and again, for me, after 80 minutes, he's blown and he's blown hard. And I mean that. And look, it, it's, it's hard to say anything about Henderson anymore because... It looks, it looks like an agenda. Yeah. And do you think like the world? You know, like the, obviously the world. He was eased in a little bit at the start. Do you, do you think the World Cup thing? Is this a bit of a World Cup hangover? It could have been. Wise? Adrenaline probably got Still. through the first few games, and now we're starting to feel it now. On this international break, although we go on it, um, might do him very good. You know, but for me, I go for Bino, Wijnaldum, um, Hen, uh, sorry Milner, and I put Wijnaldum in that high D eight that he plays because I think against these, like you said earlier, Ray. Um, he he has got this habit of picking up a ball and running 30, 40, 50 yards with it. And it gets us up the pitch. Mm. And then what happens is if it breaks down, he's actually very good at winning the back. Uh, so, um, no, he does. He gets us up the pitch. Agree, he absolutely does. Because when he gets up, gets us up the pitch and we pin someone in, he's actually very good at winning the back then and holding on to it and shielding the ball. So I go with them three. I wouldn't bring Shakiri in. Um, and I think when Alden could be that link to the front three and I think they'll improve on it. Prediction, um, two all draw. Um, and I'll tell you, look, if we play City after eight league games and we're level with them, into the international break, do. Yeah, yeah. G- mm. Given on. given our fixtures compared to their fixtures, yeah. oh, listen, they're playing Pro Evolution Soccer fucking two thousand. <laughs> amateur league for fuck's sake. 
You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. That, like, what, is it? Is it Arsenal? They play, they, no, they played Arsenal. Plus the, that's right. Teams from last they year the and this season, and they played yeah. Cardiff four times as well. And that's about so. Yeah. And Spurs gave them an end of that bonus system. Yeah. I know people argue sort of saying it balances out. Everyone has to play the same teams and all. But I'm a big fan of having an easy start to the season because it gets your tail in the air. I don't care. It seems to happen every year to United. Yeah. You know when they were winning the leagues consistently. Haven't That's because they pay the 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 we've got, we've got 18 points. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. Um, okay, so uh, look, the, before we move on to the random topic generator, the cup table are back on this Friday, and the guys have a great competition. It is in association with Atri Retro. They do the retro Liverpool jerseys. There is a 1982 retro Liverpool short. There is a row over being a 1982 one. I don't believe it's a 1982 one either, just for the just for I'm just putting it there because no, because Crown Paints weren't their sponsor at that point, and this one has Crown Paints on it. Um, it was a Hitachi. Yeah. Anyway, right. So anyway, doesn't matter. The jersey's deadly, and you can if you want to wear the 1984. 1984 jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 so the main thing here is you got to follow at Tree Retro, and that's at sign. Tree, R-E-T-R-O underscore, right? you got to follow us at LSE Day Trippers. You already do if you're watching this. And also at the cop table. Um, and retweet that, that tweet. I think the tweet's on our timeline. It's on the cop table's timeline as well. Um, and the lads at the cop table, Pete will, re, will uh, announce the winner on the podcast um, this Friday. And we'll get in touch to send on the details of the jersey. Yeah, and just um, as well as that competition, I think they've, they've lined up um, a collaboration with Ale Clothing Company as well. Um, I've seen that today. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty coming Grant, up. So we'll we let them announce that. Shane oh, Riley. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, they're doing it with that's, them. That's, and that's great. Yeah. That yeah, that's Grant. Grant. They have nice gear, Ale. I'm not going to announce stuff for, uh, for them. For fuck's sake. <laughs> now, anyway. They'll do their own big announcements. They can do their own big announcements to yeah. boys and they can do it. Right. Moving on swiftly. Random topic generator. I'm gonna pick number. I'm gonna pick three. One from the top, one from the bottom, and one from the middle. The fourth one from the top. Gavina, what's what's the random topic from the top? Polly from the green top. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's one, lads. To, to, to set this up, Ray, can you show the word your phone? Hold on, hold on, Ray. Can you show the word your phone? <laughs> How did you take a blue phone to Istanbul? <laughs> hey. Ray is still using the same. I know we tell, no, when, when people say, where were you in this? What we have right there is the Nokia 3510i. Coffee, coffee edition. was for the, I don't know why I have this. <laughs> <laughs> in 2018. Okay, so. Yeah. Tell them where you got it, right? Um, I got it off a, a guy who likes pandas, and he, just, <laughs> he held it in the window of Emrake. Jan, Chan, Can's car. Can't remember his name. Anyway, follow back. Hashtag. <laughs> so lads, polyphonic ringtones. <laughs> right? Can you play us a polyphonic ringtone? That's what I'm gonna just, do. Just I'm so gonna we can remember. You have to remind me. Right? Okay. Are we ready for this? Because mm. people are so used to music at this day. Tones. Yep. Tone settings. Incoming caller. There. Ringing tone. Will you come on? Right. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. I, I have to look. Uh, excuse me it's for not. So out of practice. Yeah, excuse me for <laughs> not knowing my way around there. <laughs> right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> right now. Hold up the mic. <laughs> now, for anyone that's uh, under the age of 30, right, this is what mobile phones used to be until the iPhone was invented 10 years ago. <laughs> and this was, was literally state-of-the-art technology. Now, I have to say, right, I don't know if I had one of them. I had the smaller Nokia one. Okay. The, the 9210 or whatever okay. it was. Yeah. Because it had the colour screen and internet connectivity. It, oh, GPRS. GPRS, <laughs> internet connectivity. <laughs> wasn't 1G, wasn't 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G, LTE G. There was no Gs. It was 2F. It was 2F. <laughs> it was before the Gs it's came out. You know what what was your favourite polyphonic ringtone? You know, I cannot remember the name of it, but when I, I made a joke about this and Brenzy, Brenzy's still alive, by the way, he's out there. For all you people that don't know, he's still out there. But he mentioned it, a, a tune, and I just remembered that it was amazing. It was, I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Maybe someone will think of, if anyone that had polyphonic ringtones, this was the tune to have downloaded on your phone. The one thing that, that I remember polyphonic ringtones was, and Ray Dicko, you remember this, the price of poly, there was a whole industry. There was a billion euro industry. Or, 85 quid for a ringtone. Yeah, 85 quid for a ringtone. And you paid over a series of about yeah, 18 texts. Yeah, you got yeah. 18 texts, or else yeah. you rang a, 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 a number 18, for four hours. So now I went, yeah, right, go on, yeah, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> It's really disturbing when you see what phones used to Some be. of the names, running late, I mean, come on. <laughs> Ray, how long does the battery last? This was yeah. the point I wanted to get on to. That thing was charged about three weeks ago. <laughs> 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 now, once I wound it up yeah. and mm. carried the battery in on the, on, on the backpack, four weeks. And they've made a bit of a comeback, haven't they? Well, the question, the question I wanted to ask you was, no, I, how I did was you find a SIM card big enough to put in that phone? <laughs> no, because it's my old SIM card. I had to go back down to Vodafone and say, can you reinstate that? Thing? And they said, no, that number's not valid anymore. And now it is. No one, you know, I think they have a period where if it's not used, they can mm. give the number back out to someone else again. But because the, there had been credit on it, they can't give it away. So it's credit. Really, yeah, credit. Credit. Ready to go. Credit. Oh phone. my days! The complete right opposite here. of a burner phone. This thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even open the F and thing. <laughs> so just carry on there, and I'll eventually. Is that not out. the one that you could? You had to change your covers. Yeah, look. Oh, you could yeah. change the back you on this the one. Back. There was others where you, you could, could change the front as well. Front as well. Look at the It's all, it's all coming look. back now. But the, the SIM card is the size of some small African Holy countries. Jesus. Can you see that? That's <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> that was off the charts. Oh, yeah. My first SIM card was the size of a credit card. Yeah. Was the size of... <laughs> it was a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, p- would you recommend going back to a Nokia thirteen hundred? You know what? It's it's been refreshing not grabbing your phone every couple of minutes, but yeah. not having uh, all the social media there. But at the same same breath, so take a pick. Take a pick. It's nice to have a break. What's the next one then, Gav? Anything else there on the random generator? Um, the only other one we were talking about earlier was. Um, People in rugby jerseys that shouldn't be in rugby yeah, jerseys. Yeah, this was something I brought up earlier. Never Is, are rugby jerseys, jerseys an, excuse, an excuse for fat people to feel athletic? See, I think that's a bit now. 
Well, listen, I'm carrying timber. I'm fast. But what I'm saying is, you see people carrying serious timber and they wear a rugby jersey with pride. Hang on. Any other sporting jersey, they they wouldn't put near them. But for some reason... That's not true. That's not true, right? Well, I'll tell you you where... I'm talking majority. You're going to pick out one fella you're seeing somewhere. I'm not. I'm not. You walk around around your local shopping centre, Manchestertown. You have to because Krispy Kreme donuts are fucking out there. Two hours I spent in the queue the other night. And all you'll see is... (laughs) I did. Two hours. I went into it thinking it'd be happy. Half an hour now, still 4XL, Celtic, United, and Liverpool jerseys all over the shop. Okay, yeah. No, listen, I'm not saying you, you will get but what I'm saying is you have a look around and you see the 80% of the people wearing rugby jerseys are carrying timber, whereas I'd put it down at 20. It's not, isn't it not a big man sport, no? But this is what I'm saying. I, I think people think that. <laughs> because it's a big man sport, that it's okay to do it. I was saying, not a. Not a Fella, like pushing eighteen stone, wearing a rugby jersey. Here's another fella thinks he's I don't know. I, I was gonna pick out rugby, but the days of them being the huge bastards in the rugby, as in proper fat. Now they're serious. Now serious they're, tw- now they're 20, twenty-two stone, 22 stone of, of of muscle. Of muscle, yeah, of right? wall. Now, but I think the throwback days are like where they're, there was, basi- they're basically small rhinoceroses that yeah. run at each other now. <laughs> yeah, basically, and the odd Peter string. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, there's a clear, <laughs> there's a clear change between the backs and the forwards. <laughs> forwards are walls that run at you. <laughs> the backs are the lads who can jump no, over walls. Never seen even on a soccer soccer match <laughs> when the Republic of Ireland are playing. And there's fellas, fat fellas coming in with Northern rugby jerseys because <laughs> that gives them, a, a, you know, a green light to, oh, yeah. to wear the green. Yeah, but they're wearing the RFU. <laughs> but no, that's what I'm saying. They think, oh, listen, I look all right in this going out tonight. No, you don't, mate. You don't like no, normally. You don't wear skin tight stuff if you're carrying timber. But unless you're on a bike, jersey, unless you're on a bike, unless you're on a bike. Because well, yeah, that's the other time it's allowed as well. Yeah, yeah. And when the you know when you see people mm. whose whose arses are eating the saddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, they're going, are you part of the bike? Is the bike yeah. part of yeah. you? <laughs> I don't know yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, are you going to put me on to the main camera? I want to say goodbye to everyone. Are we yeah, done? Cheers, thanks. Yeah, we are done. Yeah, yeah well done. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching. That has been the day trippers of uh, Tuesday Wednesday night. Um, thankfully. There's no match on next week, and um, we'll be back. There's an Ireland match on, I think. Yeah, there's no match on. <laughs> no match on. Um, <laughs> he was right the fourth time. No match on. <laughs> uh, we'll be back on our Tuesday slot for the Tuesday Club, which is where we got our name from. Um, joining me tonight was, of course, the two Rays, Ray the Dickinson Rays. and Ray Brady, aka Smithy, aka Halfway Headline. Um, he'll be complete next time he's yeah, on yeah yeah, yeah. The next time no. he's getting we're getting him another two, two grand go for me to fill in, <laughs> fill in the rest of at the moment he looks like <laughs> at the moment he looks like he looks like Zidane before Zidane realised he's gone bald NASA took pictures of his head last night taking, taking a shot of the rover on the Mars um, <laughs> what would you what would you do honestly what would you do if you, got you went off and you got a hair transplant and you no, put, what put, would, put what a ginger one in like right what would you, you do if you had a black hair or anything like that like, seriously I get a ginger <laughs> hair transplant you, what do you think you, you get a little bag of hair you get a little bag of hair going around barber sweeping up the, the hair of people they were going on the way home like, you know, are you go- did he give you a little bag of hair to bring home just yeah. in case like, yeah just in case are you going to Carrick on the Christmas too yeah apparently yeah okay so look I was wrapping up all I was going to say is 
he looks a model to get his hair shaved on that Christmas too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it grows back. It's not a soap doesn't grow back, Ray. <laughs> if you shave it, it'll grow back. It's all right. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what I told you the first time in 1994. <laughs> uh, 20 years later. Anyway, um, that has been the Tuesday Club. That was Ray Dickinson. That was Ray Brady. I was your host, Phil Casey. Thank you, thanks as ever to Redsbeth for sponsoring us. Um, we'd have bets along with them during the week. Friday, we've got the cop table. Sunday, we have the Fatback 4. After another win against City this time. We'll be back on Tuesday. Good night. God bless. See you then. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.